this is the Career Insights Podcast, brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland Careers and Employability Team. Hello and welcome back to Career Insights. It's a brand new season and I'm excited to be back with you. I'm Katie Baker, an industry relationship consultant with the University of Southern Queensland, and I help connect our students, gain opportunities and make connections in industry. Here on Career Insights, we are here to help you realise your career goals. We've got all the best tips on careers and employability, as well as insights from industry professionals and USQ alumni. We're here to help you break down barriers, have those career conversations and become the most employable you can be. Coming up on today's show, we'll dive into the world of careers and your well-being. Joining me on the show today are my guests, career development practitioner Jennifer Luke and Scott Waters, wellness educator. Welcome to you both. Hello, Katie. Yeah. Hey, Katie. Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining me today. Um, so we're, we're looking at career and, and our well-being. Scott, I might get you to start with why is our well-being in general so important? Mm, that's a very broad question there, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, I think ultimately we all want to live a, a comfortable, healthy life. So having the balance in your well-being can help us to facilitate that kind of living, uh, balance across different areas. And a layer below that uh, is it can help us to overcome adversity and work through challenges in a, in a more effective way. So speaking of that, um, Jen, we talk about careers and finding out career path or paths for some of us, but what happens, like Scott just mentioned, overcoming adversity, what happens when, you have, when you're on that chosen career path and there is change, whether it be sudden or planned, career-wise, how can we plan for that? Well, again, Katie, it's it's a very good question you're asking there. Uh, I would say, and it's following on definitely from what Scott mentioned, uh, it's having that resilience. And I, I know that we've spoken about this previously, but I'm going to bring up that uh, term adaptability again, is that, you know, you when you're on a path uh, that you're studying and you're moving towards with uh, your career goals, or maybe you're still wondering, you know, where you want to go with your career, when there's hurdles, and that will happen uh, at any time in anyone's life, whether it's study or uh, just life in general, is just having that resilience, which all comes through from uh, career adaptability or adaptability, uh, which is a term you hear a lot about, but it's really about taking control over um, and knowing how to cope with your current, but also future tasks or transitions. So with that resilience, Scott, and I'm, I'm going to jump back and forth here a little bit. How do we build that resilience? Mm. Yeah, you're full of the good questions today, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, it's hard to put that into, into one sentence. I think building resilience, building resilience in terms of what Jen's talking about, that adaptability with careers and what might happen. Uh, I, think what, I think the first step for that for me is to hold yourself kindly you know, it's natural for us to become quite critical of the things that we do. That's sort of how we've evolved to, to grow and, and develop. And when we are faced with some setbacks, to be able to, in the midst of that, treat yourself like you treat someone else who's going through something difficult. So it's not about trying to just think positively, but actually to sit there and remind yourself of, of the meaning behind how you're feeling in those difficult moments. You know, that, you know, if it's going for a job that you don't get, you have that, um, the feelings associated with that and opening up to it and acknowledging, oh, you're feeling those things because, because you value, you value that role, you value that 
commitment you value that particular company or field that you're going into. So I think the first step is just to, to sit with sit with challenges and, and treat yourself kindly in the face of that. And so with, um, you just sort of spoke about values there and Jen, I know we've spoken about this in the past as well. When someone starts questioning their worth in their career, what what's something that they can do about that, Jen? Okay, well, Definitely uh, when you're looking at, at your career, but again, this does tie in uh, with just your life in general. So what Scott just said then about, you know, maybe the first step is to, um, you know, look after yourself in terms of, you know, think kindly on yourself uh, is that it's the same with being adaptable is that first stop and actually make sure that you understand exactly who you are, what your likes, what your interests are and what you value and how that connects in with where you're wanting to go with your career. So if you haven't taken time, and this might be something you've done previously, but definitely if you're feeling that there's any hurdle in front of you right now, just stop and take a moment to go, right, why am I doing this and where am I wanting to go with this? Uh, And as long as you've got a clear idea then you'll be able to translate that through to others. So it is understanding yourself first. That really, and that is about taking time out for yourself. It's not being selfish in doing that because you can't communicate to others unless you can actually communicate it to yourself initially. Scott, have you got anything to add to that? Yeah, look, I I completely agree. I think um, uh, coming from the wellness space, I I would expand it, not just um, the benefit of of knowing what you what's important to you, those qualities, those strengths, those traits, not just important in the career sphere, but just generally, you know, it, it means you can you can pause and you can take a stand. Like in the midst of, if we're talking about resilience and adversity and adapting, you can pause and take a stand. Like, what is it that I want to remember myself for through this moment, or what you know, what direction am I heading? And it's, I talk about it like a, you have a values compass. You know, if you're, you're sort of stuck in something that's a bit difficult, what what kind of words would I like to recall in three months' time looking back at this moment? What kind of words would I like to be able to use to describe how I, re- I responded and the things that I did? Um, so I think, yeah, for sure. I call it taking a stand. You know, what do I want to stand for in the face of this? What kind of person? And it's not easy, Jen. I, I, I'm sure you'd agree. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been talking about this stuff for you know, 15 odd years. And I, I still need to check in with myself regularly. Like what's important to me? What, you know, with this particular hat on, what kind of qualities do I want to instill in what I do? Yes. And, and I might just quickly add um, to that, Katie, is that definitely Scott uh, is that uh, for all of us within uh, wellness and careers and employability and any staff uh, at USQ is that we, you know, talk to students about making sure that they're okay, uh, but it's something that we have to do as well, which is proof that it's lifelong, uh, it's continual, and it really is just making sure that you don't stress about something Uh, about, you know, potential hurdles or hurdles that you know are going to be coming up within your study or within life until you've stopped and actually just taken note of where you're at at the moment. And that's what adaptability is all about. It's about taking control of the situation, which doesn't always feel as though you can, but by taking control, it's about taking back some of that autonomy and going, right, well, look, before I go any further, it's going to be my decision 
have a look at, okay, what are going to be some of the future possibilities, having that curiosity, and that will actually build on your confidence. And all of that ties in to adaptability. Um, Scott, we were just talking um, or to both of you, sorry, around adaptability and, and your values and things like that. How, as you, you know, it's great to talk about our values and how do we adapt, but how do I actually do that? I, need, I think you need to see value in the process of identifying what's important to you. And I think, I think for you to be able to do it, you need to be able to sit with that. And for me, the reason it's important to identify what's important to you is that you, your actions can match that. Otherwise, you, it's like you've got two wild horses pulling you in different directions. You're not actually doing anything that really matters and you get stuck. But once you're, once you're in that space and you, you really want to tap into what's important to you, how do you do that? That's the question. And there's a lot of different ways you can do it. There's uh, exercises like uh, imagining it's your 80th birthday party and, you know, you've got some really important people in your life. They get up and they say these beautiful words about you and the things you've stood for in your life and and you try to reflect on the kind of words you'd like to hear them use to describe you. I mean, that's that's an exercise that you can go through. As we sort of, as I said earlier on, I will often say to myself, in three months' time, what kind of words would I like to be able to use to describe how I've handled this period of time? That's that's another way I'd do it. Something else I've stumbled across too, I uh, started doing an online course through Coursera, through um, Yale University did it. It's on the science of well-being. And part of it, they linked into this VIA Character Institute. It's free. I've got no affiliation with it. Uh, but if you go to viacharacter.org, uh, there's a questionnaire you can do and it lists uh, your 24 strengths uh, in, in terms of the ones that really resonate with you. And that's, an, that's a, a more interactive way for you to do it. You can go there, you look at your top three and you think, you know, how can that line up with the, the things that I'm doing in my life, whether it be uh, in the career sphere or just general well-being. And I like um, the one you talked about there about looking at when you're 80 um, and people have got things to say. So, Jen, if, 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 we, you know, if we're looking back on that and say we have had some career upheaval with redundancies or structure change and things like that, career-wise, what can we sort of be helping out? And I know we've talked about adaptability, but what, maybe what are some actual things we could be doing? Okay, well, definitely, uh, Katie, some of the terms that have been used already this morning um, that both Scott has used and, and I've mentioned and, and you've, you've said as well is that we've talked about, you know, understanding your value, uh, looking for meaning. Uh, and so I think what I would really bring to that question you've asked is it's about, yes, understanding who you are and what you value, but everybody, where you get your confidence, um, and this can be if you are experiencing redundancy or if there's a restructure or if you're a student who has recently uh, failed a particular assessment or, you know, didn't get the grade that you're expecting, and that can impact on your confidence quite a lot and really rattle you, uh, is that you have to ask yourself, what, where do you find meaning um, in terms of where you're wanting to go with your career and what we call meaningful work? And to have a meaningful career, which is as a student, you would be thinking about while you're studying, but definitely when you're out there full time in the workplace, a meaningful career is where you feel an authentic connection between the work you're doing 
and your life purpose beyond the self. So such as somebody who is studying nursing um, and then they move into a full-time career as a nurse, it would, you know, uh, is that they find meaning in their career because what they value is assisting the community and working with people and providing that health care uh, it's a, the same with everybody. So when you hit a hurdle, you have to ask yourself, okay, am I wanting to continue down this particular path? Is it this particular industry that I'm wanting to follow down? If it is, how does it connect in with what you find is meaningful, which is your values and your interests? And if there is a conflict there where you're going, I have no idea why I'm heading down this path, that's when you would go, right, well, this hurdle that's happened to me, maybe I need to take this as an advantage now and go, well, let's stop and take those few minutes, like we were saying beforehand, and, and actually ask yourself, well, if this isn't a right fit for me, if this isn't a person fit for me with the particular industry, then maybe I do need to step into, and I'm going to use that term again, adaptability, but that is where you then go, right, well, let's take control of the situation and have a look at what the other options are. Um, and that is definitely um, leading into having that career conversation. And that's whether you're a student or uh, you're working full time. And Scott, can you add anything more to that? Uh, I'm just thinking about yeah, thinking about what you're saying there, Jenna. I, I agree. It's um, it's tricky still. I, I just keep thinking that how do you how do you come up with these words? That's what keeps popping in my mind. Like, how do I know? How do I know? Mm -hmm. I want to get into nursing. Like, how you know? How do I figure this out? Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, are there things that you go through with people, Jen? Like. Yeah, what, what you're um, asking there, Scott, is that definitely, uh, you know, when we say about somebody looking at what their, their values are and what their interests are, it's not where you will have all of the answers, mm. uh, but that's where it's great to be able to talk to someone. And definitely, you know, if that's a, a career professional, is that you can say, look, it's not that I've got a major crisis but I just have these ideas and I'm really not too sure exactly where I'm supposed to head. Mm. Can I just bounce these around? And what we call occupational research is when we um, say to someone, and look, we all do it all the time, is that you stop and go, right, I have an interest in these areas and it could be that you're very creative. Where can I use these abilities mm. and these values? Let's have a look out there and see what occupations are out there, what industries are out there. And you'll be shocked sometimes where it could be in healthcare and you go, oh, I'm not a medical person, but mm. they need that creative outlet because it could be within their um, promotional department or, you know, within their educational department where they sure. need someone with those skills. So that's where it's great to talk to a career professional and go, I have all of these skills and I value this. Where can I go with this in a particular industry? And that's mm. what we call occupational research. So definitely no one has all the answers and that's why uh, it's always good to have that curiosity, which is lifelong learning, which mm. is you're constantly keeping an eye out there to see what's happening in the workforce, workforce trends. And particularly at the moment over the last few months, Everything that someone might think was in a rule book for what you must do to look at jobs has been thrown out the mm. window. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so we've all had to be incredibly adaptable lately. Uh, but I, I would probably say that, and, and definitely, Katie, what you're asking before is that, yes, you've got to have a sense of meaning as to what do you want to do, 
but you don't have to have all the answers. But at least if you can say, well, I enjoy this or I have an interest in that, it's a starting point. And then start to research what occupations are out there, look at the workforce trends. And that's definitely where uh, within careers and employability, that's what that means, is that mm. is that you're starting to investigate and have that curiosity. And I think, like as Scott was saying, and he's spoken about some of the ways to to look after yourself and, and reflect on some of those things as well. So I think there's, yes. you know, definitely work is a large part of our life. So we really need to find that work-life balance. So so we are looking after ourselves um, through the ups and the downs. Yes, it, yeah. I think it's very important. Would you say that, Scott, is that it, it comes down to you have to first focus on yourself, even though that might be hard for some people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think um, and, and remind yourself that you have many different domains in your life that you can put en- energy and time into. You know, mm-hmm. you've got work, you've got your social life, you've got your family, you've got your health, you've got your mental well-being. Uh, so the things that are important to you can be diverse. I, I imagine if you have a sphere in front of you and on that sphere are all these words that are really important to you, like being creative, curious, hardworking, uh, contributing. When you have that sphere in front of you, you can't see all sides of that sphere. You can only see, you know, the words that are in front of you. And it doesn't mean those other things or other qualities in your life aren't important to you, but you can't be everything at once. Mm. So I think, I think, mm. yeah, if you find yourself in a position where you, you might not be a hundred percent fulfilled in work, well, it's, it's still about finding that balance in times in your life where you can put those different hats on and, and you can, uh, you know, adapt and adjust and, and get that f- fulfillment in other spots as well. Great. I love that. And finishing on that note, um, thank you so much for joining me today, Jennifer and Scott. That was Jennifer Luke, Career Development Practitioner and Scott Waters, Wellness Educator. Thanks for joining me today for the return of Career Insights. Thanks again to my guests Jennifer, Luke and Scott Waters for joining me today. Career Insights is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland and is produced by USQ Creative Arts student Byron Quayle.